This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. Yeah, it has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim, I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have our last episode of february holy hell the month went by so fast um i hope you have enjoyed the episodes next week we are kicking off our birthday month the month of march with a great guest um and i had a lot of fun with this guest with nikki Breyer. um so i guess it's a double whammy we had so much fun with nikki we figured you know what why don't we kick off the birthday week celebrations with her and we'll end the birthday week celebrations with our guest next week, who um, you may or may not recognize. But I'm, I'll, I'll let you know who that is here in the coming days. So really, without further ado, I just wanted to thank Nikki for her time and her patience. Um, I'm super excited for her to be on the show. Her, her story is awesome. Um, I had a great, great time talking to her. And um, I think you're going to enjoy what she has to say. If you're in this northeastern area, you know, Jersey, Pennsylvania... Um, Connecticut at times area, check out her band. Uh, Nikki Breyer is absolutely fantastic. She's got what it takes. She's got the voice. She's got the talent. Um, you know, check her out while she's still, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, low key, low key killing. So without further ado, everyone, here you are, Nikki Breyer. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to Check out our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, you know, everything, everything. We're everywhere. So really, without further ado, Nikki Breyer. We want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts at 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. They have the best food, the best music around. You will not go wrong. Go to their website, offtherailsworcester.com. You can see their lineup of shows. You can see their menu. You can see the local talent they have. Absolute fantastic people. We love being a part of the Off the Rails family, and we love having them being part of our family. Thank you so much to Off the Rails. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey. Oh, there we go. I got it. How you doing? Good. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. You can hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you great. Awesome. Yeah. Welcome to the I put, show. I put makeup on for you. Come on. I mean, God, <laughs> I'm, I, I appreciate it. And, and maybe the next time we talk, I'll be able to see you. Okay. <laughs> you know, we, it's funny because for what we use, you know, we have the ability to do video, 
Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I just haven't tested it, nor had the time to test it. Yeah, um, I so maybe it. I think, you know, by the time this comes out, we'll have taken the month of January off. Uh, right. You're going to be yeah, like, you, you've been br- very busy. Yeah, we've been nonstop. And I think you're, I right. think you're like the first week of February we have you slated for. Um, oh wow! So wow. Maybe, okay. May, maybe in that time frame, we'll uh, we'll figure that out and get on that. Yeah, I got all excited. I'm like, oh, good! I get to wear. I I barely. I I don't wear makeup unless I'm performing. <laughs> so like, uh, even when I'm picking up my kids from school, I'm like, this is. I'm in total mom mode. The only yeah. time I get dressed up is when I'm performing. So well, well <laughs> I I appreciate it. I do, um, you know, and everybody listening does as well. I'm sure. Of it. Yeah. So, so like I told you, this is, you know, this is your story. This is your, you know, behind the music yeah. moment. So I'm going to let you tell us awesome. who you are, what you're doing. And, you know, I'll interject okay. along the way. All right. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you. Sure. You want me to start? Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jump okay. Well, um, I, I want to thank you for uh, the opportunity to talk, and uh, I know we've corresponded for a while, so um, it's nice to actually meet you virtually. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> Same here. You know, it's it's funny. <laughs> um, it's it's really kind of funny to me because you're from Jersey, right? Yes. So over the last, oh God month and a half now two months you're the third jersey girl we've had well look at that yeah i'm 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 surprised that there's even that many of us now (laughs) well you know it's funny you say that because one of the other girls that i had interviewed um i had text she hasn't gotten back to me yet but i texted her like hey do you know who these these people are that i've had on the show and she goes no (laughs) I don't know any of them. It's I, I guess it's well. It's interesting because well, I think in general the country community in the East Coast is pretty small. Yeah. But obviously in New Jersey, it, it's a lot smaller. Oh, yeah. Um, and even when I travel out of state, we we perform out of state almost every week. You know, most people they don't even realize that I'm from New Jersey until maybe I start talking or I tell them. Yeah. Um, but. You know, their their first reaction is, "Wow, come on! There's no country music in New Jersey," and I'm just like, "Well, actually," and but I've been doing it for 14 years, and it I have seen it evolve, and I have seen it getting you know a, a little bit bigger, but for the most part, when it comes to original music out of New Jersey, pretty much still getting a lot of pop and rock, you know. Yeah. So, um. I think the, the the nice part is that um, I do everything. So I do my originals, okay. you know, I record it and, you, you know, we do the production, whether it's in New Jersey or Nashville, but also as a working musician, I play cover music too. So we, sure. we do everything from weddings to casinos and then obviously to, you know, originals and concerts. So that's the nice part about it for the last 14 years it's kind of you know if you want to be a working musician and you love it want to get your name out there as an original artist you really have to do everything um so uh that's pretty much what i've been doing and 
making a career out of it. So a little backstory. So um, I was a teacher. I went to Seton Hall uh, in New Jersey and I graduated with master's in education and music special ed. So I was always involved with music, but at that point, coming from an old school Italian family, it was like, you're going to college, you know, that's, you're going to you have your career, this and that. Um, but I always grew up doing music. And my father was a touring drummer with Frankie Valley and the, the Victorians. So, I mean, I was around it all the time and I knew that I wanted to do music and I wanted to be on stage, but of course times were different. So my father was kind of like, you know, he toured, he's 84. I, he toured with, you know, at a different era where live music was appreciated in a different way. Yeah. So he saw how it changed and how it got a little bit more difficult. And, um, you know, obviously he just said, look, I'll support you with music and country music being a little bit of a tougher genre. So he's like, you know, but my thing is, I want you to go to college. I want you to have a career and then do the music and see where it goes. So that's basically what I did. So I graduated college. I did all the musical theaters, the cabarets, the off-Broadway stuff. Um, and then I was teaching second grade for seven years. And during that time, I met my husband. I was about like 20 years old. I met my husband and... He's in the army, which I, I've probably mentioned to you, but he's he's been in the army now for just about 20 years. So he's like going on 20 years. Damn. So I knew he was in the military and I just started my career with teaching and music and he was going to be getting deployed to Iraq. So I said, oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm starting my career. You know, we're involved and, and we were talking about marriage and... I said, well, okay, to keep myself busier while he's gone, I'm really going to dive into music more. Because, you know, as a teacher, you're very busy, but you have your summer off. So yeah. I kind of wanted to get a little bit more involved with songwriting. So I was doing the national anthem for all of these events throughout New Jersey. And one of the soldiers that was attending the event said, hey, I have friends in Nashville, Tennessee that you've got a little twang and they're, you know, songwriting and they're looking for new artists. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I liked me. I loved country music, but I never thought that that would be where I would go. And that's again, that's, you know, 14 years ago. And I said, Oh, okay. I'm one uh, New Jersey. I'm going to go to Nashville. I don't know. So I gave it some thought he was deploying and I said, you know, let me, let me just check this out. So I talked to the songwriter, my cool, my good friend from New Jersey who moved to Nashville. And he said, look, let's just tell a story that you have because that's what country music's about. And let's just see what happens. I said, okay, well, I'm going to be entering the military family. We're getting married and, um, that's going to be our lifestyle. So let's start with that. And the first 
wrote together was called A Soldier's Princess. And um, I drove all the way to Nashville to record it. And we did like a like a four song EP. And um, I sent it to my husband while he was deployed so he could. Well, he was my fiance at the time. So, you know, just see, you know, send him some music. This is what I'm working on. And uh, and he's like, well, you know, um, you know, we're, we're going to pitch this to different radio stations out here in Nashville. And a lot of them are very, you know, pro-military and very f- veteran friendly. So I said, OK, that's great. And I think within like maybe the first three months that A Soldier's Princess was released, it got picked up on um, some of the uh, radio stations and internet radio stations in Nashville. So I was like, wow, uh, that's cool. So now I started hearing my song and they were sending me the links and they're putting A Soldier's Princess. I said, oh my God. And uh, I think that's just when it really started to click in me that, Okay, so country music's not about growing up on a farm mm. or where you grew up. It's it's just about the story yeah. that you oh, have yeah. to tell. Yeah. Yeah, and 100%. They were all very warm and welcoming to me being from New Jersey. Of course, there's many differences. Um one of the producers was from Kentucky, so we made a trip to Kentucky and um so yeah, you know, definitely many differences. Um obviously in the way that we drive and the way that we talk. But, um, the, you know, the biggest thing that we had in common was music and the land. So um, they were very supportive and they've been so supportive in everything that I've done for the last 14 years. So we've just had this working relationship all this time um, and just telling a story and starting from there. And, um, so I was very appreciative of that. And that's when I said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And I, I finished teaching for those seven years. And then I took uh, full time to music and wanted to focus on songwriting and, you know, just performing and touring and stuff. So um, that's been my, you know, my main thing for the last I guess eight years now um, and that's where it started so you know anything that I've released has always had uh, a little pro-military thanks to it I've written about five songs that are all about you know uh, veterans um, Arlington Cemetery a known soldier um war dogs i've worked with the war dog association of the united states and i wrote a song for them um because i'm a huge animal lover and of course all the dogs and animals that are used you know the canine and stuff so i i just i really found that whole community to be so supportive um and then of course just being an entertainer i love that rock and country style. So I said, well, if I'm a Jersey girl and I grew up on a lot of Motown, rock music, jazz music, so I'm going to find my own style. And I decided that that's, you know, where I want to go. I love ballads and I love 
you know, the different instrumentation, but I'm definitely more of a rock country, Southern, Southern rock, you know? So if you come to one of our shows, it's very, very high energy. Um, I, I'll throw, you know, maybe one or two ballads in there, but I, I predominantly like to keep things pretty high energy. And one of the shows that I first, you know, got to do this was probably about 11 years ago. I got to open for Gretchen Wilson. Um, yeah. Yeah. At the Jersey shore. And that was like, that blew my mind because I always idolized her. The other thing was that growing up, I loved country music, but I just never kind of categorized it as country. I just categorized it as music. Okay. So when I started learning guitar in middle school, um, I was really into Garth Brooks, Shania Twain, Leanne Rhymes, but like, I didn't say that's country. I just said, that's really great music. Huh. So all those influences started to come into play when I was starting to perform and write my own music. So when I got to perform and open for Gretchen Wilson, I was so nervous, um, you know, because she's the real deal. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's as, she's as, <laughs> country as you know as they say cornbread you know really oh totally totally and i was very nervous and very honored to open for her and i was talking to her brother he runs the merchandise for her and i was talking to him and he's like look you know he said you know my sister has this really hard shell you know but she's really cool don't be nervous and he, he just calmed me down And so after I did my set, you know, I briefly said hi to her. She got on stage. She had a bottle of Jack Daniels Mm. on stage and she drank the whole damn thing on stage. Yes. At the Jersey shore straight up. And after the show, obviously she was a lot looser. So, um, <laughs> Jesus her, 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 her and her yeah. Daniels, she's, you know, <laughs> she's not loose. She's just, she's just floating. But like, I mean, it's like nothing to her. I'm like, there's no way that's real. I would yeah. not have been able like two shots of Jack almost does me in like a whole bottle. <laughs> I said, no, 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 there's no way that's real. So they invited us on the tour bus. She was so cool. She was so nice. Um, you know, so I felt a little bit more <laughs> relieved. Yeah, but yeah. that was like that was like the start of it. From that That's point just... on, from that point on, I was touring. I toured with Marshall Tucker. Uh, I I did shows with Blackberry Smoke, Jared Neiman, Ronnie Atkins, Parmalee, Lindsay L, uh, Lori Morgan, Chris Jansen, Lee Bryce. So like from that point on, it got the ball Holy rolling. Shit. You're like, to, the, you're um, like the real deal. Well, I mean, I'm modest, but, you know, 14 years of pretty hard damn work, you know? Yeah. And I think my thing, too, is that I'm I'm extremely ambitious and passionate. And even if I never become the next Carrie Underwood, I just have a hell of a lot of fun being on stage, being around fans making new fans talking, you know, obviously talking, I told you, I warned you. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's, that's the Italian in you. That's the Italian, a little bit, right? <laughs> Cause you know what? One of my best friends, my yeah. one of my best friends, his dad is like a hundred percent, you know, 
off the bone Italian. And you yeah, know, so yeah. he's like he's like fifty or whatever. And my God, he could talk fucking paint off a wall. So yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew what I was getting into when once you said that. Yeah. So. Between between being New Jersey and Italian, you know, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm just gonna give you a little warning, heads up. <laughs> right, right. I could just sit here and not say a word, and you could be, no. I could just be like, all right, well, that was great, thanks, thank you. Yeah, you could just be like, and go. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So so I need I'm gonna stop you, but you were on a roll, and I didn't I didn't want to start. Yeah, stop go the for it. Yeah. <laughs> said something that I almost literally I, I almost shit I'm sorry I swear in this ep- in this podcast <laughs> quite a bit so just you know viewer discor- <laughs> listener yeah beware. viewer discretion yeah. yeah um so your dad toured with Frankie Valley and played drums yes yeah, so my so my father like oh, I said yeah. he's 84 yeah so this is this is a little backstory so my father um He's 84. He still plays the drums too. God bless him. He still Good plays. Um, and he's full time, everything. He is, he, a lot of my inspiration comes from him. My mom is a, a, an amazing artist as well, but she's a little bit more of an introvert. My father and I are like, like, I swear, like if you and you, me and my father, like, forget about it. You would just oh. walk away and we, we'd still be talking. Like, <laughs> so I get it from him and he's, He's an incredible drummer. So when he was young, that era of music was just booming. You know, yeah. Tony Bennett, Frank Sinatra. And he grew up in the same town as Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. And Joe Pesci, who many might not know, he's also a musician. Yeah, so yeah. they all went to school together. They all grew up together in the area where I live, uh, which is like Union, Roselle Park, Union County, New Jersey. Um, and they just started doing music together. Now everybody kind of went in their own direction, but yeah. if if they needed a fill-in drummer, my father would would travel with Frankie Valley and fill in for him. And then of course he had his own band, the Victorians. So th- he was doing that, and then he also was on the Ed Sullivan show. Um, you know, which was their huge uh, variety show um, you know on tv and then my father was then he was touring with his band internationally they did a lot of shows like in germany um they had a residency in puerto rico uh and then of course they were playing a lot in vegas so my dad was touring and he was doing hardcore stuff uh, they they opened for Tony Bennett, and then I think they did one or two for Frank Sinatra, um, you know, more closer to our area, like Hoboken and stuff, um, in, in New York City. So he 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 did, you know, these great amazing shows, but that was, you know, it was a whole different appreciation yeah, from yeah. music. It was like live music everywhere you turned so i went with him you know he 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 was obviously older and then when he had there's a 20 year age difference between him and my mother so when he had kids you know he was older but he was still performing so i was interested and i would go with him to shows and then like he started 
doing more bookings. So I would go with him to see like the bands. And I just loved the glitz, the glam, the stage, the lights and meeting all these different musicians. And I just knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to perform. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be in front of a crowd and that was it. And I think he knew he's like, "Uh Oh, <laughs> that's I created, but you know, that that's even the exposure that I give to my three kids, you know, they sure. see mommy's on stage. They come to my shows. Uh, you know, they, they mommy's recording. They know there's that exposure. Um, a lot of times right now, they just basically say, mommy, no more, no more, no more singing, mommy. I sing all the time in the car, <laughs> the shower, <laughs> bath time. No, mommy, no more, no more. So who knows? You know, they're rough, tough little boys. So they, they might That's... not follow in the music, but we'll see. They're, right. still, they're still young, so we'll see. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so great. <laughs> and and uh, welcome to the three kid club, isn't it? A yeah, lot of, a lot of fun. I saw. I, yeah, I saw on your profile you've got three. Uh, what do you have? Three boys or? Uh huh. Uh huh. There we go. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. They're, and the and the ages range so drastically that it's you know it's literally a you know it's it's what what's like your age? Psych, yeah, it's a psych ward in this house. But what do you have? What's your ages? Uh, three, seven, and twelve. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they're well, all you... at very different points of their lives. Very different. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's um. It's it's <laughs> it's. I love my boys so much. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah. It's it's sometimes it's. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's no word to define what it no. is. No, there isn't. And you know, people. People with like one kid, they're like, "Oh, two more isn't that? Could it be that bad?" And then two will say, "Like, oh, one more wouldn't be that bad." And it's like, "No, no, no, yeah, you don't understand." No, I, and regardless, I think... is like, you know, my wife and I are outnumbered. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You know, well, she and she is too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's very outnumbered. You know, she's know. dealing with you know four boys and. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. See but, now, yeah. and the thing is. We want one more. No, we do. <laughs> but here, but here's the thing. I, I mean, obviously, I would love to have a girl, but like, I'm so into being a boy mom that I'm kind of like, you know what? If the next one's a boy, like that's totally okay. I just, yeah. I kind of want my husband's one of five kids. Holy so shit. and 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 I come from a small family. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of wanted like a little bit of the in-between and I think that so we have a five four and one-year-old so I kind of felt like well if we have one more then everybody has a partner right right you know Nico has somebody Angelo and Gio they got each other so I mean I kind of that's where I kind of like you know that that's been my mentality and of course everybody like, that's crazy, but oh yeah, I'm, that, you know, but I'm I do. I like the chaos. That's that's for one for, but that's I know it is a little right. now. But is. I do like the chaos, and I and I think that also comes from all the years from performing and not getting sleep and constantly <laughs> feeling like, you know, as soon as like, so I I've been performing all throughout my pregnancies, and and God willing, I've been able to perform up until my eighth month. So when I did, um, 
pregnancy with Nico. Um, obviously, it was during COVID times, but right before COVID hit, I was performing with, um, I was touring with Marshall Tucker, and then I did two shows with Jared Neiman and two shows with Ronnie Atkins. So that was right up in like my eighth month of pregnancy with Nico. And um, Jared Neiman was like looking at me like, are you able to do this? Because I was so big. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I got this. And I also said to my band members, look, every time I get pregnant, nobody better complain about anything because i am huge i am swollen i am moody i'm hungry <laughs> do not piss me do not complain you know because i'm in a band with all guys yeah, yeah. so obviously you know somebody's going to complain about something i'm like i don't want to hear anything yeah because you you guys don't right. want to complain in front of a very pregnant woman so yeah <laughs> damn wow. but i love it because in that sense like you know with my band um they're incredible and you know we've just all become so close and so family oriented that that's kind of what it is like yes it is it's a job it's a career we have our own record label we have llc uh, garden state cowgirl records so i mean it is a business but at the same time, like it's a family business and it's very family oriented. So my husband knows the deal. Even if we had 10 kids, I'm still, I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's no, no there's no end in sight. <laughs> well, that's good. No, that's great. That's the way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you say you were on tour with Marshall Tucker, like were you support for the whole tour? Well, so, so it started off that way. Uh, and then COVID hit. So I did five shows with Marshall Tucker, you know, in, in our area. So it was like Pennsylvania, uh, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. And then our last show together was the Newton Theater in New Jersey. And then that's when COVID hit. So all of the, obviously, shows got shut down. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to pick up with them, you know, um, but that's, you know, yeah, we were supporting them. Um, and then I was supporting, like I said, Jaron Neiman, Rodney Atkins. We got picked up for a few. Lori Morgan, I did three with her. Um, you know, and again, these are like consecutive. Yeah. Um, these were consecutive shows. Uh, Low Cash, I did five with Low Cash. Um, I love those guys. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're, um, they're great dudes. So, yeah, I mean, we, we've been um, now I've got one that I'm supposed to be doing with Parmalee. Um, and I, I think that might be coming to your neck of the woods because you're in, are you're in Massachusetts. Yeah, Parmalee is going to be here April 20th. I, at I know. I saw that. Yeah. yeah so I jumped so... I jumped on that. So hopefully hopefully we'll be joining them, oh. at least with with that show or a couple shows, because. When they come to Jersey, we'll do shows with them too. So that would be incredible because we have a we have a pretty we're growing a decent relationship with that venue. That's uh, a great venue. Uh, I is, love it. It is a pretty cool venue. And now that's uh, what it was because we played there when it was Toby Keith's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Toby Keith's for a long yeah. time, and then that would sell. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. So actually. A little backstory. So my 
I've become really good friends with the with the booker slash you know part owner over there at Six String. Okay, and awesome. So he's like he's I think he's like one of like five or six owners. And oh, okay. um, so we've we've developed a really good relationship with them because we're you know from Foxborough to where I I live it's a half an hour you know. Okay. So to do the shows there and cover them and promote them, it's like, it, it's easy. It makes sense. Um, and, you know, he kind of, you know, he'll give me the little tidbits every now and again on, you know, he'll be like, hey, we're making an announcement, you know, this, this, that, and the other thing. And, um, but yeah, so that's a great spot. It's a great, great spot. And really oh, it's from, nice. from when it was Toby's to when it was Six String, you know, really nothing's changed. You know, the layout's all the same and. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, it's very nice. So what did you come up here? Did you come up here and play solo at Toby's or? No, no, we played there. Uh, well, now it, it hasn't been Toby Keith's now in quite a while, oh, but. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hey, everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code BOOTS. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at theafterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. All right. I think that's better. It probably ran out of time. It's like, okay, she's talking too much. Time no. is out. No, actually, you know what? When I when I do it this way, when I when I do it through a, a phone call, I can yeah. record forever. You know, I've done like three hour episodes and doesn't Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's it, so it's, funny. It's you know, sometimes if the wind blows the wrong way. Right, right. Yeah. You know. So so that's funny. Talking, you would come up here to play at Toby's, and I asked. So you yeah, so we played. I was we played at Toby Keith's um, in Foxborough. I want to say about three times, and then we played at um, what do you call it, Loretta's Last Call, and uh, oh gosh, there was another one. It we we basically made like a whole weekend out of it, and there was also what is it called? It's it's a it's a festival in Boston. Oh my gosh, I can't off the top of my mind. It was a festival. So basically we were doing like four shows, you know, like a whole weekend and, and driving out there. Um, and then obviously that, you know, had closed down. Yeah. Um, but the thing with Toby Keith's was all the locations were like little by little closing down. So we actually we played at the ones we did a tour in Florida. He had a location in Florida. We played there. And that closed down. He had one in, in um, Virginia. We played at that one. And then that closed down. And I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe it's me. Maybe it's like <laughs> we're playing at all the Toby Keats. They're all closing down. I'm like, what in the hell is, you know, what's going on? Um, so then after after that, 
we, you know, I wasn't really too familiar with other venues, um, you know, in that area. So I was happy to hear that uh, six string came into yeah. the picture. So yeah, it's it's great. You know, I hadn't, you know, I'm. I, it opened in a time where like I was already a little too old for the Friday Saturday night club scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I didn't. I didn't venture. I had no reason to venture out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that it's, you know, now that we're doing shows there and stuff and getting to know everybody, you know, it's, it's great. Oh, you know, sure. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, they, you know, we, we've up here, you know, we have gotten so many now, you know, country style bars and clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. That you know, there's, there's a lot of choices. It's not just, you know, Toby's and Loretta's anymore. Right. Exactly. Which is actually really nice, you know, especially doing oh, this now. Right. So uh, when I book more in your area, I, I pick your uh, pick your brain for those places yeah. too. Because like Hell you said, yeah. a lot of things have changed. Even even in Nashville. I, I mean, I haven't been in Nashville now for two years. Um, but when I was there two years ago, there's venues that I played at. What ten years ago? They're not there anymore. Right. It's like all you know, all brand new places. You know, even in, in my area, well, New Jersey, New York, we had maybe you heard of it in the city. We used to perform at Opry City Stage. That was in Times Square. Replicate a replication of the Opry in Nashville, and all the investors, including Vince Gill, put their money into opening up an Opry City Stage in New York City, Times Square. It was amazing. It was incredible, but your average person was not going to go there and spend $30 on, you know, like brisket and $20 on beer. Right, right. So it was a concert venue, but it was also a barbecue restaurant. And yeah. it was incredible. It was open for nine months. We performed there twice a month. And then that was it. It closed down. Um, and it was so sad because, you know, you think New York City, you don't think country music. No, God, no. Not, um, no. Well, didn't, not to interrupt you, but didn't, yeah. didn't New York City, didn't their country radio station just shut down too? Not yeah, too long exactly. Yeah. Nash Radio. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know, especially now, know. you know, because country music. You know, poppy and pop culture that you would think that right one of the big you know it would it would resonate. Oh, yeah. I, guess, I guess not. That was a huge that was a huge disappointment and it, it, it was first Nash Radio, then just New York Country ninety four seven and we were doing a lot of concerts and they came to my C D release parties at Brother Jimmy Barbecue. We had that in the city. And I mean, it's just that that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, in the East Coast, in certain areas, it's a really, really tough thing. Unless it's like Jason Aldean is coming to the area. It's a very, very tough sell. Yeah, um, yeah it really is. It is. It's a tough sell. So a lot of a lot of people that we end up kind of. I guess, introducing them and having them cross over you know, people in our area, they say, well, you know, I didn't really like country music until I heard you. But my thing is that 
I'm not a traditional country artist. If I get hired to do a line dancing event or a wedding and they're asking for very specific music, well, then that's what, you know, that's what I'll do. But my original style of music is more Southern rock, you know, country rock style. So I think that people who are not exactly country music fans, they get into it because they're like, Oh, wait a minute. Okay. So it's not like, it's not well, like Willie Nelson style. Right. It's, you know, a little more, you know, more of that crossover and, and, and rock type of thing. So, um, and, and, and again, I didn't grow up in a farm. I didn't grow up where I could do, you know, I, I can do the twangy stuff, but that's not my original forte. So, um, you know, you, you kind of have to stay true to that. And, um, so I, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a little tough. I think that's why that's also another excuse for me to be like, okay, you know, well, mommy's going to travel for the weekend, you know, we, because we travel pretty much every weekend out of state. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to be in West Virginia this weekend. And, um, you know, we, we go pretty much everywhere. Um, awesome. And if the country music is not going to be here where I am, then I'm going to go to where it is. We love playing New Hampshire has a great country music scene. Oh yeah. You know, the new England States and, you know, Massachusetts is wonderful. Connecticut. Um, so we love, you know, going up in that area. Um, yeah. well, they just opened up a, um, a country bar actually in Providence too. Um, uh, okay. Which is owned by the, uh, same people that own another country bar in Boston. So they're kind of almost like, you know, they're almost kind of Fran- franchising cousins. it. Yeah, a little bit. Nice. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, cause Rhode Island's another, you know, another area that. Ah, know, yes. Rhode Island, show, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's weird because country shows come up here, you know, and obviously the big guns, you know, they'll go to Boston, they'll play Fenway, they'll play. Um, right, Gillette. They'll play the Garden, whatever. Um, yeah. But this, where I am, I'm in Central Mass. I'm in the southern part of Central Mass, and mm-hmm. you know, Worcester is really starting to bring in some of the names too. So it's, you know, and then we have this um, partnership with Off the Rails, which is a country bar that's right behind the uh, the stadium there. Um, ah, okay. You know, so it's it's, you know, they they had Luke Combs at in Worcester, you know, the year before he yeah. really kind of blew up and yeah, you know, yeah. Walker Hayes was just here and the Judds are going to be here in January and oh, you know, that's it's, great. yeah, so it's it's country music in Central Mass kind of go hand in hand because of you that's know, great. Ge- geographically, you know you go west of Worcester five minutes and it's actual farms and it's actual you know, right? it's actual no nothing, there's actually nothing there right, um, right <laughs> So yeah, it's uh it's very strange. It's very you know, it's awesome and it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that and that's why I say like wherever there is the country music and it's popping up in different areas. There was a lot of places that we played in Maryland that closed down too. Um it's it's exciting to find new venues, but yeah, it's it's definitely um you you know, you got to do a lot of homework because yeah. p- places are are closing down and, and then new places are popping up. Um, 
and and especially in, in our area, you know, a lot of our local fans are like, well, you're not playing New Jersey as often. And I'm like, well, you know, it, it's, it's just a different, yeah, it's a different, you know, it's a different, it's just a different thing in, in Jersey, you know, yeah. the top 40 pop music is what really, um, is what they really, really want. And we, we, we do get lucky enough to perform as much as we do. Uh, I perform about four to five nights a week, but um, again, you know, it's traveling and of mileage on there. Um, you just, you, you just gotta, you gotta work your butt off a little bit more because it's not like what it used to be. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a novelty um, genre of music because you don't, necessarily have you know you have people or, or venues that say well we don't normally have country music but you know what let's start a country night and then it'll be like you know a wednesday or a thursday right um which is fine because i'll perform any night of the week but but it's not like their typical thing and they just oh you know we'll just throw a couple cowboy hats out there and <laughs> you know get some line dancing but, you know, there's no, it's not authentic. It's just, let's just have a country night. Um, right. And I just, uh, you know, I, I, I just go with it. So Hell we yeah. get hired and, and that's it. But, um, but I do love, yeah, I definitely love traveling. And, you know, I, I, I like your, your area. So I, I look forward to going back there and yeah, stuff. Well, um, honestly, any, any help we can get you to get back up here, you know, let me know. Thank cause... you. Awesome. We, we will definitely definitely reach out yeah, to, our, to our friends and, and partners and, and, and do, see what Thank we can do. Yeah, um, because like I said, it's it's changed even from the last time that um that I was there. So it's amazing how you know many more places pop up and then some other places kind of close down. And even to give you another example, over the summer we had um a wonderful country music festival in Wildwood, New Jersey. You know, that's that's like exit zero on the parkway. Um, and, you know, it was, it was amazing. There was, oh my God, the crowd was amazing. And then uh, I would say maybe two months after the festival, it was put out there that they, um, they closed down the festival indefinitely. Damn. And that was it. I, I think the festival only happened for a handful of years. And, uh, and that was it. Basically, they said that, you know, because of COVID, um, which it's so sad that everything gets, you know, blamed Blame on. Right. Oh, it's ridiculous. But, you know, I, I guess that whatever expenses that it costs to have, you, you know, the concert, the festival and everything, maybe they just didn't foresee that it was going to be worthwhile. No, but it was such an amazing event and it drew in so many country music fans from like different areas of New Jersey and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Delaware. And then like for it to be gone, you know, it's like, everyone's like, well, what do we do now? Where do we, go? you know, there's, it's like one thing opens the other and another thing closes. So it's really, uh, it's so, it's so uh, disheartening. Well, I mean, now you have tidal wave. We yes, we do. You're right. There is you know? tidal wave. 
I mean, it's in their second year now, this year coming. Yeah. 23. But, yeah. You know, from but, what you I know, But again, it's a little bit, I mean, that's. Right. When you, if you want to, if you, if you're um, a country music fan or just a music fan and you want to go to a festival or a concert, you have those options to see, you know, Blake Shelton, Jason Aldean, you have those options. But, you know, when you're an in-between act and all they're hiring are those big, big names, you know, our stepping stone to get to those was, you know, doing those other, you know, festivals. And when they take those away, now it's like, okay, so how do I get to that point? Because now those other festivals that we did that were one step below are gone. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, that's where it makes it very, very tricky. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it's frustrating for you guys. It is. It's, you know. Yeah. It's so, kind of like when people say I'm crazy for wanting more kids, they're like, oh, you're crazy for doing this too. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> so now I, I'm thinking of this, right? Because I, I, I'm a guy, right? And, yeah. Um, you know, we're Instagram friends and all that stuff. And I was looking for stuff. And I got to say, I love how, you know, I love how your whole life is is there and represented there. You know, because there's <laughs> there's times where, like, you know, you talk to artists and they want to put on this facade that, you know, they're just that. They're, they're an artist and, uh-huh. that's it. you know, that there's yeah. no... <laughs> you know, forget about, not in like, not in a bad way, but like, you know, I'm not going to put up my kids. I'm not going to put up my husband or wife and like, you know, what you see is what you get. This is all you need to know. Right. Exactly. And like, I understand that to a, to an extent, you know, I, I really do. Um, but I Mm -hmm. love how open you are with it. And you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a, and I'm a rock star. You know, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just, um, I think I grew up, like, again, my mom's, like, as talented as she is. She's an introvert, so she was a very private person, and it's funny because my father is the total opposite, so I I grew up a little bit more trying to, you know, because my, my mom wanted us to be a little bit more private, and then as I blossomed into my own like after college I was like I'm gonna let everybody know everything and I don't care you know like it's just I that's yeah I I mean obviously social media is what it is you have to be careful but I mean like I I write music about my kids you know I write music about being an army wife I write music you know about um my love for and uh you know, I, and, and, and I'm currently getting ready for another EP that I'm recording and it's got more of, um, more kind of like a, uh, country feel to it. So like, I mean, yeah, that's, I, I was a Catholic school, go to Catholic school. My music is gonna, you know, replicate those values that I have in faith and religion. Yeah. I'm that, I think it, you songwriting and musicians have to emulate exactly who they are and everything about themselves. Like, okay, I stay up till three o'clock in the morning doing laundry and then 
when I have free time, I'm in my studio and I'm writing music too. And, and yeah. I take care of the kids 24 seven. Like, you know, that's the reality of who you are, but how else are you going to have people relate to you unless you do that? It does right. kill me too. When a lot of musician friends or, you know, just in, in general, they post every picture looks perfect. Yeah. Everything is staged everything 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 the lighting and this and that and i'm like that but that's just not authentic you can't make your life seem perfect because there is no perfection right so and, and if you want your fans to really connect with you you know whether it's music art journalism media whatever I, i'm like you have to you have to be authentic you have yep. to let them know that like you're changing diapers and you know, you've got real life family um, things going on too. You know, my husband, we just found out my husband's getting deployed again next year wow. and I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So now we have to figure that, you know, um, that stuff out. And, and maybe there's a possibility that he won't go cause he has health issues. You know, that's, that's like everything part of real life situations. Yeah. And I really too, and I, and I appreciate because I also noticed that about other people too. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Jason Aldean and I follow his wife and I love the fact that they are family oriented. They go behind the scenes. Um, you know, Luke Bryan is the same way. Um, you know, they, they're a little bit more transparent, you know, with their, with their life and they show, you know, the process and stuff. Um, but again, like, you know, I'm not at their level. So if I want to broaden my fan base, I have to work extra hard. And I think that getting people to really, well, the best way to do it is to, you know, let them know about yeah. me and, and let you them know, know. That's why it was, when I started this show, like it was so important for me to, you know, get the stories behind, you know, the music, you know, like who, who, yeah. who the artist was as a person, not as an, you know, because it's right. You know, you can, you can talk all day about you. Right. And of course, you know, Oh, well, th well, this song means this to me or, you know, blah, 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 blah. I wrote this song I know. when I was taking a shower. Like I, I don't give a right, shit. Right, 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 right. You know, like, <laughs> Really, really, I care about like hearing your story because now, you know, I could listen to your music every day, all day up until this point. Yeah. And, you know, have a this and then have right. this conversation with you or somebody else listen to this conversation with you. Go back and go, oh, totally. Exactly. Different. See, you know? right. Right. And that's the goal here is it's it's not to, you know. I, I hate to say like I because I say it all the time. It's like I don't care that you have music out there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 right. I mean I do, right? I do, but I, you know, for the purpose of this show, like I don't at the right, you know, right. I want to know who you are as a person, and I think it's important for people listening and your fans to know who you are as a person because I think I honestly I think you gain more fans when people can relate to you.
Did I lose you again? I did. Damn it. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Hello. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, what? I don't either. I don't either. It, so it, weird. It, I'm so you know, sorry. Live up, I live up. No, it's all right. I live out in the middle of the woods. So, like, if, <laughs> if like, you know, if the moon doesn't rise the right way or the sun yeah. sets just a, a centimeter <laughs> off, uh, nothing. A bird, a bird lands on a lamppost somewhere. Right. 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 <laughs> No, but um, what but, what I was saying was that I, that's why I appreciate, you know, that we've made this, you know, connection. And um, I know we've talked, to, you know, in the past, too. And it, I think it's great that that's where your platform stands and you're you're doing wonderful just, you know, helping highlighting artists, venues and, um, you know, supporting you know the scene in general, you know, whether it's big, big acts or, you know, up and coming acts and um that's that's great i appreciate yeah, I, that no i appreciate i appreciate you saying that i really do <laughs> um so now let me ask you how the hell you know <laughs> how the hell do you have the followers on instagram that you have i mean for you know take i know you've been working a long time at this right but was there like yeah. a moment that it was like oh i have you know a thousand followers and then it was like Oh, I have 16.8. Well, I, you know, I think what it is too, I, I had learned a lot about, um, okay. So I, I follow a lot of, um, like business management, um, like websites and, um, YouTube videos. So because we created our own, you know, LLC and label and we knew that we wanted to my husband and I, we wanted to do this independently. So he's a, he's a huge part of what I do with music and with his military background, he manages us very well. So we knew we wanted to be independent and have our own, you know, thing. So, um, the, the biggest part that we obviously, you, you, you know, uh, you know, promotion and marketing and stuff. So we were running ads, for social media ads to gain more followers uh you know and we we were starting with facebook and instagram so that is where it was generating a lot of you know fan base and stuff like that nice um and the interesting thing too if i did like i was releasing music and i was talking to internet radio and stuff a lot of them were international yeah. So so I was doing some radio stuff with with these people in New Zealand and and they were saying, oh, country music is so big here. And then there was another one in well, Australia. They love country music. Yeah. So a lot of the followers, too, um, were coming from international 
uh, you know, listeners and stuff. Wow. So that was nice. And, and Instagram happens to be one of the biggest platforms that they use. Oh, no so kidding. yeah. Yeah. So I, I exceeded followers on Instagram and I, and I think on, on, um, like Facebook, I'm at like 11,000 or something like that. Oh, awesome. But, but I, it's also, you know, you, you, you know, you put, you put, it's an investment. So, yeah. you know, you, you're putting money into the money that we generate from performing from merchandise, from sales, we're putting it right back into it. Yeah. So, um, to keep the ads running and to, you know, promote more, um, but the one thing I did not get into and I found out they're like, Oh, your, your music's on TikTok." I'm like, Oh, that's great. But I'm just not, I'm not a TikTok person. I just couldn't get into that. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Cause we, I, I look at it all the time, you know, and I, I try to post. I know. Yeah. I do too. I look at it. I look at the yeah. funny stories that are out there. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I'll post things every now and again, and it blows my mind. Like the things that get traction and the things that don't. Right. Right. You know, it's amazing. I, I, I could post something that is like, I think really great. And then it's like, Oh, 150 people looked at this. And then I post something yeah. really stupid and it's yes. like, Oh, you have 111,000 people that have. Liked yeah, I know. It's, it's like, ridiculous. Like, I know. What the hell's going on? I know. But, I know. Uh, you know That's what? why I was just like, I can't, I know. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? I'll take it. If people are looking at it, I'll take it. I know. Okay. It's so funny. I, you know, my, and my thing is like, there's only so many hours in the day and I don't like being on social media when I'm with my kids, but obviously yeah. it is part of my work. Yeah. My emails, you know, everything is, is through my phone. So it's like, I try to, I try to save it for nighttime, you know, putting them to bed. At, you know which the little one i know he's already i hear him up there already looking for me but yeah. you know by the time <laughs> i get them to bed and i can do my mommy stuff and then that's when it's like i stay up to finish my so if you get messages from me at like three morning i apologize <laughs> well like that was the thing this morning because like you had you had messaged me or texted me or whatever the hell it was and yeah I looked at my phone and like i get up at like six and it okay. was like, oh, a message from three hours ago. And I'm like, what right, the yeah. fuck is she doing? <laughs> what the hell is she doing? <laughs> is she crazy? That, that's like, I, that, um, I, I tell that to everybody. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, what, did you message me like, at 2 o'clock in the to? morning? I did. I did mean <laughs> to because that's why I'm awake. And <laughs> I, I'm the type of person that luckily does not need a lot of sleep. So like when we will be performing in West Virginia this weekend and then, you know, we'll, we'll stay over and we'll, we'll drive back and stuff. And like, and, and that'll be it. I did the Ohio state fair. We did a two day uh, performance at the Ohio state fair. We drove the band and I, we drove out there. That was, you know, before COVID we drove out there. My husband said, uh, we drove out there as a band. It took about like, shows we packed everything up and we drove back we did not stay yeah. over and I say to my band what do you guys want to do do you want to stay but they all have family you know they yeah. all have and they're just like yeah, we don't really care i mean if it's like a big big thing like you know nashville yeah you're gonna stay over but you know we played um we did new hampshire we played at the bonfire so uh, huh? a bonfire in in uh, Manchester. Yeah, 
and we did their uh we did thanksgiving eve and i said to the band okay guys now you know traffic gets a little crazy and dicey out in that area yeah so i said it took us six hours to get there do you guys want to stay over or do you want to drive back? And they're like, no, we're going to drive back because Thanksgiving, we have to help our wives. I said, okay. So we drove back, you know, and like, that's, that's what I mean. We're very family oriented, you know? Um, but I luckily don't need a lot of sleep. I don't know if that's going to catch up to me in the end, uh, but uh, absolutely. It's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna. But you know, I think the music business like kind of groomed me for having kids yeah. So I don't get a lot of sleep because of that and the baby and stuff. So if you get a message from me, you know, obviously I did that. I, I yeah. now, now you know why. <laughs> now, 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 now it's good to know. So, now you know. <laughs> um, a couple of things. One, I can't, you know, I know how important family is. And, it, you know, it, it means the world to me that you're able to take some time away from the kids and, and all that, especially at, you know practically dinner time so i i appreciate it so much yeah. <laughs> and i know i know a little one that needs to get to bed so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you go here in a second but i do have okay, sure. i do have two questions for you um yes. i know i told you i don't have anything ever prepared because i don't except for well, that's what great are your that's, boots? A, that's a best fun part <laughs> oh hell yeah so what are your boots and what are your whiskey of choice Oh, wow. Good question. Okay. Boots. So I'm, I'm a vegetarian vegan. So I, um, I don't wear leather. I, you know, I don't wear real leather. Now I've been a vegetarian vegan for probably, I don't know, maybe about seven years. So there obviously was a time where I ate meat and I have leather suede products which I kept, I was not the type where it's like, I'm going to burn them. I kept <laughs> everything, you know, whether they were gifts or, you know, my husband got me some nice boots. Um, but since then, everything that I buy, that's non, you know, leather and Roper is my favorite, like go-to brand for boots because they have a whole vegan line and they are gorgeous. You know, I, I found some beautiful boots from Roper, that are, you know, fake leather or fake suede. Um, and I did ask for another pair for Christmas. They're a little bit on the blingy blingy side. I love fringes, but I love glitter. And so I did ask that for Christmas. So we'll see. Um, and then as far as whiskey, you said whiskey. Yep. I mean, as, well, drink in general. The first time I had fire Jack was actually at Loretta's oh. um, because they were having like a, big promo night for fire jack yeah and i never had it before and i don't like fireball but they kept saying it's better than fireball and it and it was it was really good but that kind of got me hooked on um on jack in general but oh, I, yeah. I just i'm not a licorice person so then we started doing um honey jack and that is my shot of choice. Oh, yeah. I'm really not, I'm really not, um, I'm really not a beer drinker. So if we're at a show, I'll do like a blue moon here and there, but I'm more of a shot person. I like to, you know, like one and done and get it going. Yeah. Um, or a few and done basically. And it's great <laughs> yeah. for the vocal. It's great for the vocal cords too. Yeah. yeah. So when any, you know, if somebody wants to buy, we say, 
Jack Honey, Jack Honey. Uh, you know that that's my um, that's my big drink of choice. That's awesome. Yeah, I love Jack. I wish you know. Yeah, I wish Jack was smaller so that they would um, you know, <laughs> uh, support the show or you know be a, be a sponsor hey, of the show. You never know. Time um, will only tell. Yeah, you know, and we're. Uh, you know, so I'm a Tennessee Squire as well. So like, yeah. you know, I I I own like an, an inch of land at Jack Daniels as well. So like, nice. Jack is yeah, Jack is like my my whiskey of you know. I know it's very yeah. you know cliche and all that crap. I know, but, I know. Um, but like this is the first but one I ever. But it's had, pretty so. damn good though. Right. I mean, it's pretty damn good. You have to you have to give them that that yeah, kind of credit. So. You know, and you know, you never forget your first. So you know, and Jack was like the first. So I can't, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's. I think that's all I've got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Nikki, thank you so much for being here. I, you know, I loved hearing your story. Um, thank you. I, I hope that we can hopefully meet in person one of these days. I mean, you you are so close and. Hey, I'm yeah. I'm come I'm definitely gonna come to your neck of the woods. We'll we'll hook up with that and and we'll definitely meet up and hang out for sure. Absolutely, sounds good. Sounds good. Again, so thank, thank you, you so for much. everything. Oh. Thank you for your for your platform. Thank you for the, uh, you know, we we've been able to connect for a while, and I and I appreciate your time. Yeah. And um, yeah, I look forward to giving you a big hug when I see yeah. you. Same, same. <laughs> thank you so much. I I I look forward to everything that you do. And- and talking some more for sure. Thank you so, so much. Great to talk to you. Same here. Okay. Bye-bye. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Well, guys, there you have it. Thank you so much for Nikki to be on the show today. Um, It was absolutely tremendous talking to her, and I'm really glad we've become fast friends since meeting and chatting and all that stuff. Again, thank you, Nikki, and your family for your sacrifice to our country. We we greatly appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Um, Keep killing it, girl, because you're doing it. You're doing it. We love it. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, for everybody else, thanks for so much for tuning in, whether you're tuned in on the Dirt Road FM or through the podcast, however you're listening to this. Thank you so much for everything. Take a look at our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, you know, the whole nine yards, all the social medias, Boots and Whiskey podcast. And until next time, guys, keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, y'all.